And we're going to spend a couple moments of hope together here with our friends at Trinity Chapel Church. It's here on Connect FM. This is my story is the name of the show with Reverend Charlene Lover from Trinity Chapel. Good morning. Good morning, Brittany. I'm excited to share the message that I hope truly does bring hope. Yeah. Let's get started. Good Friday morning, City of Du Bois and surrounding communities. I am Charlene Lover, pastor of Trinity Chapel Du Bois, inviting you to journey along with me with a message on why, God, why? My only request is that you would agree to allow your hearts to be enlarged, challenged, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh, Lord, that we would have ears to hear your voice. Today's message will demand of you your full attention and a steadfast and persevering beatitude. Be willing, be alert, be diligent, be watchful, be an overcomer. For it is written, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? 1 John 5, 4-5 Why God? Why all the diseases? Why all the poverty? Why all the suffering? And the intensity of this question goes up even more when it settles on our doorstep and the question becomes more personal. Why does life have to be so hard? And what exactly am I learning from these hard places, these trials and tribulations we often experience along our life journey? Let's get started. For me, it must begin with this scripture. I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm 121 verses 1 through 2. Allow me to scratch the surface of such an arduous topic. First, I will discuss the origins of our trials and tribulations. Second, I will share with you the purpose of trials and tribulations, the refining process. Third, how should we face our trials and tribulations? And lastly, what is our new name and what is our reward? Let's begin the origins of our trials and tribulations. One, possibly the first and broadest cause for our trials and tribulations is that we live in a fallen world, the result of sin having entered the world. Two, other trials and tribulations are caused by people who choose evil over good. Three, there are spiritual battles that are going on of which Paul describes in Ephesians 6.12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of this dark world and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. For some of our sufferings come about because we are followers of Christ, 
John 15, 21. But all these things will they do to you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. True believers suffer for his name's sake. And five, some of our trials and tribulations are self-inflicted by things we knowingly put us at risk. Placing ourselves in harm's way by not listening to or seeking God's will for our lives. Choices that have led us to suffer because of our own doing. Refining the purpose of trials and tribulations. There are several areas of testing. They are as follows. The test of love the test of faith, the test of obedience, the test of sacrifice, the test of humility, the test of endurance, the test of patience. The test of love. Trials and tribulations can be a test of our love. They can reveal whom or what we love most in our lives. They reveal our priorities and desires. The depth of our love to God is revealed during the seasons of trials. The Lord also wants us to love our fellow men, which includes even our enemies. Therefore, trials and tribulations test our love towards God and our fellow man. As it is written, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Mark twelve thirty through 31 test of faith. Do we believe in God even in the midst of pain and suffering? Do we believe in the promises of God even when everything looks impossible? Do we trust in God even if he does not deliver us? Do we trust in God even when we do not understand his ways and workings in our lives? The depth of our faith in God is revealed during times of trials and tribulations. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. 1 Peter 1, 6-7 The test of obedience. Trials and tribulations can be a test of our obedience to God. Are we willing to obey God even when he commands us to do what we do not like or what we wish to avoid? The Lord teaches us obedience by leading us through the path of trials and tribulations. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, 
saying, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thy will. Matthew 26, verse 39. The test of sacrifice. Trials and tribulations can be a test of our sacrifice. Are we willing to sacrifice everything for the Lord? Are we clinging to the possessions and treasures of this world? Are we crucified to the world? When we lay ourselves on the altar and die to ourselves, then we can bear much fruit for the Lord. The Lord leads us to the point of total surrender by leading us through the path of trials and tribulations. He tests the level of our willingness to sacrifice for him. The Lord sacrificed everything for us. What have we sacrificed for the Lord? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians 2.20 The test of humility. Trials and tribulations can be a test of our humility. The Lord humbles us by allowing us to go through seasons of trials and tribulations. The Lord wants us to have the mind of Christ who humbled himself to take the form of a slave and became obedient even to death of the cross. Such humility will bring great honor from the Lord. Trials and tribulations will reveal the extent to which we are willing to humble ourselves. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 5 through 11. The test of endurance. Trials and tribulations can be a test of our endurance. How much are we willing to endure for the Lord? Will we give up easily from following the Lord? Will we endure till the end? The Lord wants us to be strong in our commitment to follow him. 
trials and tribulations will test the level of our endurance. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. Psalm 105, 17 through 19. But recall the former days in which, after you were illuminated, you endured a great struggle with sufferings, partly while you were made a spectacle both by reproaches and tribulation, and partly while you became companions of those who were so treated. For you had compassion on me in my chains and joyfully accepted the plundering of your goods, knowing that you have a better and an enduring possession for yourselves in heaven. Hebrews 10, 32 through 34. The test of patience. Trials and tribulations can be a test of our patience. The Lord has a timing for fulfilling his plans and purposes, and often they take much longer than we expect. In the meantime, we go through severe trials and tribulations, and they may seem to last a long time. These seasons are tests of our patience. Are we willing to wait? These seasons are open to pointing out that we must wait for God's perfect timing. Our impatience will only create great suffering in our lives. We must be patient till God's time in order to inherit his promises. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James 1, 2 through 4. How should we face our trials and tribulations? 1. Consider them normal to be expected. 1 Peter 4.12 Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. 
However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. 1 Peter 4, 12. Number two, root yourself in God's word. We need to be proactive. Psalm 34, 17 through 19. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. Three, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross scorning its shame that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Hebrews 12, 2, and 3. Number four, consider God's purposes and plans in your own trials. Joseph, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good. Saving of many lives, Genesis 50, 20. A second example, the man born blind in John 9. It was not because of sin or anyone's for that matter, but that the works of God might be manifested in his life. Lastly, God uses the struggles of our past and seeing God in them allows one to help and encourage others going through similar challenging situations. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves received from God. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4. There is a saying, problems are like washing machines. They twist us, they twirl us, and push us around. But at the end, we come out cleaner brighter and better than before. <laughs> Let's talk about some good news. What is our new name? And what is our reward? We enter into the divine reverse. We go from defeated by our hardships to being an overcomer. Romans 8 35 through 37. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, no. In all these things, 
we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We are overcomers through Christ. What is our reward? The crown of life. It is written in James 1.12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Wow. May it be said of me, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. For I am a soldier of the cross. I am a soldier in the army of the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word of God are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army, and I have enlisted for eternity. I will either retire in this army at the second coming of Jesus or die in this army, but I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am faithful, reliable, capable, and dependable. If my God needs me, I am there. If he needs me in the Sunday school to teach the children, work with the youth, help adults, or just sit and learn, he can use me because I am there. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, patted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. I am a soldier. I am not a wimp. I am in place, saluting my king, obeying his orders, praising his name, and building his kingdom. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I cannot have my feelings hurt bad enough to turn me around. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. When Jesus called me into this army, I had nothing. If I end up with nothing, I will still come out ahead. I will win. My God has and will continue to supply all of my needs. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The devil cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, I am prepared to receive the crown of life. I am a soldier in the army of God, and I'm marching, claiming victory. I will not give up. I am a soldier, marching, heaven-bound. Let us pray. We are privileged, Lord, not just to be saved, but to be sanctified from trial to trial to trial. 
until the drags and impurities of our life are removed and only the pure, righteous life is left. Continue to do the work. Give us the forward look that looks for joy down the way. Give us the understanding mind that trusts in your plan and your power, your compassion, your wisdom. Give us a submissive will that is even eager to let trials bring about its perfect work, that we may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Amen.